What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Impact Defense Podcast. In this episode, we're actually going to talk about when you are traveling, going to airports and planes and all of those things, as opposed to going to airports and taking buses. I don't know where I was going with that one. All right, and um, first off, before we move on, let's talk about the official fuel of impact, uh, Blackout Coffee. Today, we are drinking what is not my favorite. Um, I, I, I think it finally happened. I finally found one I didn't care for all that much. I can drink it. It's not bad. It's still coffee, but hot honey. Um, it's It actually was better than I expected it to be. Um, and I didn't, I didn't mind it. You know, I don't mind it. Yeah. I, so yeah, you said like, oh, I actually kind of like it. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> I don't think I can drink it in as large quantities as I can other. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, cups of that coffee. That makes sense. But you know, um, you know, we work with kids all the time, so we end <laughs> up with like colds more often than the like, most people. Yeah. See, that's the. That, um, I guess that's the one problem with it is like when I was a kid, my grandmother. Uh, if I get a cold or anything like that, I would have like a, a honey and lemon thing or a lot of honey stuff. And there was honey and something that my grandma would always give me because she was, she's always been one of those people, you know, it's, it's a fairly new ish thing, you know, uh, within the last, you know, 10 years where people like this holistic medicine, natural stuff. My grandma was always that person. Every time I got a cold or sinus mess or anything, that was my grandma's go-to is honey and something. And I think that's what it is. Every time I drink it, that's it. I'm getting flashbacks to like not feeling well and spending time with my grandmother and drinking honey and lemon or honey and something else. Well, for me, it was always grape flavored cold medicine, which is why I cannot stand grape flavored things. Like oh. I don't like grape soda or anything like that just because it reminds me of the grape cold medicine. See, my favorite thing that she did was straight up honey and lemon. But this is not quite that. She ate all kinds of other, like, honey and something. So, mm. yeah. Well, honey, it always reminded me of being able to get, like, hot tea. Mom would make us hot tea, mm. you know, sometimes okay. if we were sick, which so was you, way better than the cold medicine. So, for me, it almost feels like the same kind okay. of thing. We have a little better memories of stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, this yeah, is, so this I feel is, like this would be the cup I would drink if I was not feeling great. Now, don't get me wrong. If I come in to the school here and you have made a pot of hot honey um coffee which obviously we did but i mean i'm gonna drink it <laughs> i'm just you know i'm just not going to enjoy it quite as much uh, it's still coffee you know i still love coffee i'm still an addict you know there's that but anyway you guys if you want to try out any flavor of blackout coffee or just their regular uh coffee go to impactgear.live slash coffee and uh if they don't have a sale going on be sure to use the coupon code impact defense will get you 10 percent off of anything that you purchase over there Ooh. they also have these really nice mugs that we drink out of all the time um we've got a bunch around here we just there's we're always littered with uh blackout coffee mugs so there's that. All right, guys. So don't forget, uh, impactgear.live slash coffee. And now I guess it's time for the news story. Yes, it is. Awesome. So um, 
This one is, it says, one night about seven years ago, I just into my new, moved into my new home. The neighborhood was a good place with no major crime. About two months after I moved in, I hear a huge bang at 2 a.m. at the door. And then a loud redneck voice. <laughs> I'm in bed. I sleep nude, by the way. My first reaction is to grab the sword near my bed and charge into the living room and yell. The look on the guy's face was priceless. A 300-plus-pound nude guy with a sword yelling at him at the top of his lungs. (laughs) I know. Um, (coughs) He got out as fast as he could, (laughs) tripping over himself, and fell in the yard while running. Call the cops, put on some pants, and waiting for the cops to get to me. Once they arrived, they had already caught some guy and had someone in custody. So um, they had caught him trying to break into another home down the street. I confirmed that it was him, and once the trial came, um, found out that he was on meth and looking for an abandoned (laughs) lot to crash in. So the guy's on meth and looking for a place to stay and just sees a 300-pound nude guy running at him with a sword. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. Now, once again, these are personal stories. <laughs> um, and <sighs> if these are true... I can definitely see why they don't make it into the news. <laughs> uh. Speaking of which, guys, if you have a personal self-defense story or uh, know someone has a personal self-defense story, write it down, send it to us, and J.D. will read it on the podcast. Um, as Please long as leave it, the explicit language at home so I don't have to filter it to read it out. Uh, yeah. The, uh, as long as it doesn't get any worse than just the last story that you read anyway, we'll put it that way. <laughs> I mean, if I was on meth and looking for a place to stay, I think I'd run away from that house, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've never been on meth, but... Well, I mean, even if you wasn't on meth, even if you just broke into the house and that's what you saw, I, I think, yeah. <laughs> I don't... I, 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 honestly, I just don't know what else to say about it. That's, uh, that's a very interesting story. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> and thank you, Jada. You're welcome. Are you scarred yet? Yes. Yeah, okay, a little bit. Good. Okay, on to main talking points of this podcast. We're talking about flying. We, in this series that we've been kind of going through in these moments when we didn't have a special guest or a special thing going on, uh, we have been talking about self-defense and travel and just like being safe when you're traveling and stuff like that. And today we're talking about like airlines. So the first thing we need to think about is like your luggage tags. You know, where you have your name and address and all that kind of stuff on it. You probably want to have the type that, not probably, but you want to have the type with the flap over it. So you, it's not just obvious. If we're just rolling down the baggage claim and you can just everybody see then your name and address as it goes down. Uh, yeah, have, have the one with the flap over. And then we just look for it and then just like grab that one, look and just, oh, okay. Yep, that's mine. You know, don't have it there where you can, everybody and the brother can see it. Yeah, this is just a little tip. You know, it's just keep a flap over your luggage tag. Yeah. It helps conceal your personal information. Yeah, I mean, and even just like walking through the airport, 
uh, somebody with good eyesight or a phone or anything can just like snap a picture of that, especially if it looks like you are, you know, well off or something, you know, they find your address, they know you're flying out. And then all of a sudden they go, Hey, look, this person can be robbed. And if you think that kind of stuff doesn't actually happen, read some new stories because it does. Another thing on those tips would be kind of to avoid maybe expensive looking luggage. Maybe don't look like you're uber rich when you're flying places. We're going to get some eye rolls on that one. Yeah, I, I, I know. I'm not saying don't have good quality luggage, but I'm saying like the really showy kind of stuff, uh, the kind of stuff that's going to make you more likely to be a target. If it is diamond encrusted or golden laid, <laughs> leave it at home. Sorry. Yeah, no, well, you're, you're not wrong. I mean, you know. Uh, Do you there, have diamond encrusted and golden laid luggage? Do what? So do people have diamond encrusted and golden laid luggage? I don't know. I've only flown a couple of times. That just sounds like something a rich person from Disney Channel would have. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, very true. (laughs) So just don't look like you're super well off so that people don't steal your luggage. Yeah, it's not saying don't have nice stuff. And it's not saying that they're not going to steal your luggage if you... Yeah, I mean, that's true too. But I mean, you know, you're just less likely to be a target if you kind of like don't flaunt the fact that you have like all this you know like really expensive stuff mm-hmm. so you know it's not saying don't have nice stuff it's just saying you know don't don't flaunt it unnecessarily mm-hmm. that's basically all we're saying i guess another thing would be uh travel fairly light yeah, don't you- overpack <laughs> you know uh there's not a ton that you actually need so i think um as much as I'm going to get in trouble for this, I think my wife really needs to listen to this section because it's like every time we go on vacation, it's like, oh, I may need this. I may need this. I may need this. Oh, and there's so there's like half the clothes in the luggage or more so she doesn't ever actually even wear. Uh, she always wait, takes like so much more than she actually needs to take at the moment. And um, so, so uh, Julie, I love you. Take notes. <laughs> I'm sure she listens to this podcast every day. She does some. Some? She doesn't catch every episode. Okay. She does some. Yeah, every once in a while, I'll look over, and she's watching our podcast, like on YouTube or something like that. So I'm someone that it bothers if it looks like I'm an overpacker. I don't like people thinking that I overpack, but because of the traveling I've done in the past, of me and like my husband and me, I'm the only one that has a full set of luggage. Mm-hmm. So what I usually pack in is the carry-on bag. That's where my clothes and everything go. And usually I can fit basically everything I need as far as clothes go in that carry-on bag. But whenever we go somewhere, a lot of times you have to have towels and mm-hmm. shower supplies and everything and We'll use the bigger piece of luggage for uh, all of those things that we share. Mm -hmm. But since it matches my carry-on, it just looks like I've packed two giant bags full of stuff. (laughs) And he's over there with a backpack. (laughs) And I just can't help but feel I am kind of annoyed that anybody (laughs) looking would just assume that this is full of all my stuff. Look at that poor lady. She doesn't let her husband bring anything. She just packs so much that he just can't bring anything. So, yeah, when I'm flying, personally, when I fly, I only have a carry-on. I do everything I can to pack super light. Now, if I'm not flying, which is the vast majority, I said I've only flown a couple of times. Uh, so when I'm not flying, 
I'm kind of a medium packer. Uh, so we have somebody in our family and she, she takes pride in the fact that she packs super, super light. It's like, oh, I can get everything I need for an entire week in this one piece of carry-on luggage. I was like, if you're driving there, it's not that big of a deal, you know, to have two pieces of luggage. But, you know, I don't go, like, way overboard either. So I have, you know, I'm just kind of somewhere in the middle. I'm just like, eh. So at the end of the vacation, I may end up with, like, oh, there's, like, one shirt I didn't wear, you know, or there's, like, you know. So I usually go – I do what I feel like I need and maybe just like one or two items more. I usually pack one more outfit than I think I need. Yeah. See, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. That's not, in my opinion, that's not bad because that's basically about how I do. Hey, and look I, at that. I said that and look who messaged me. <laughs> 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 it's just the person who uh, brags about packing so light. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm not one who brags about packing light i just don't like looking extra so no no no, no. I, I, I get that because <laughs> there's a lot of assumptions made and it's obnoxious yeah so uh there, there was a i went to go teach um in another state and uh i was teaching down there and, and i was there for like a span of 10 days so since my wife was there she wasn't going to be obviously teaching with me the whole time um uh, some other uh, friends went with us as well. And one of those is the, is the one who is so bragging about the fact that, you know, she packs super light and she packed her stuff and her son's stuff in one carry on bag, just one little carry on bag for 10 days worth of stuff. And I was like, Oh, Holy crap. <laughs> so yeah, it's just, poor kid. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cause it's okay to have enough to be comfortable when you go. Yeah. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. But where I see overpacking is when I, where I was in high school and I went to summer camp. Obviously, I was with the teenage girls in a van and they had this big, almost U-Haul trailer for all of our stuff, which it was a big group going. So mm-hmm. that was understandable. Okay. I was going, well, won't there be plenty of extra space? That seems a little too much. Couldn't they have just brought a truck, you know, had yeah. someone in a truck drive us? Mm-hmm. No. Um, here I am with my carry on full of stuff and maybe a couple plastic bags for my shoes Mm -hmm. and the items that you don't want to put in with your clothes. Mm. And then there are these girls coming in with entire, you know, those plastic cabinets that you kind of keep in your bathroom for extra toiletries and stuff. They're about like three feet tall and a foot wide. There were girls bringing those things full of their makeup and uh, supplies. Yes. And three bags of clothes <laughs> and shoes or whatever they put in there. I'm just going, wait, why? One person <laughs> brought their lamp. Like, not, not a desk lamp. A standing <laughs> room lamp. And I'm trying to figure out where the heck I'm going because... <laughs> It must not be summer camp. And so we get there and it's, it's a fairly large cabin and it was much nicer of a cabin than I was expecting, Mm -hmm. but it was not, it was still a summer camp, (laughs) but these girls, I was so mad you guys, because we had three hours in the middle of the day where nothing was scheduled 
And I had never been there before. And our counselors didn't actually tell us what our options on what to do during that three hours was. Apparently, you could go kayaking, swimming. There were lots of different things that you could do during that time. But since I didn't know where to go and no one told me that those were options, I just thought there was going to be a day for kayaking, Mm -hmm. you know, that that was going to be a, that was going to be an activity one day. It was not. That was something you were supposed to do in that three hours (laughs) of what is apparently called free time. (laughs) You know what they did? After lunch and our activities, they would go to the room for three hours shower, put on a full face of Instagram makeup, do their hair, their friend's hair, and all the while I'm just kind of laying in bed going, this is so boring. (laughs) Who the heck planned these days? Why do we have three hours where we're just sitting in here? I took naps most days. (laughs) How long... at Meanwhile, my day? friend that uh, I met there and hung out with the entire time, she forgot her hairbrush. So <laughs> <laughs> if that tells you anything. <laughs> at, at what day? Like, If you're there for five days, what day did you find out, oh, I could have been kayaking? The and- day before we left. So day four. Yes. <laughs> yes. I had three days, three full days of sitting there listening to them talk while doing makeup. Oh, that sounds For three hours a day. Wonderful. I spent nine hours of my life doing this, you guys. <laughs> okay, uh, I think we've, we've left airplanes a little bit, though. Yes, um, we have. I am so sorry. But <sighs> if that is you, please get a grip on your life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. sorry. That was a big, long rant. You don't even have to leave that in the podcast. Just... <laughs> I need to get that rant off my chest. That's all good. That's all good. It's entertaining. Uh, All right. Uh, Don't put valuables in your luggage or in your checked luggage. Let's not put your valuables in your checked luggage. If you're going to check luggage at an airport, maybe don't put the most expensive things that you own in that. Maybe put that in your carry-on. Just a thought. That's that's kind of like... That's a pretty simple one. Yeah, it really is simple. It really is. Uh, you probably want to make a list of everything that's in all of your luggage as well and have that with you either in a bag, a carry-on bag or something like that. So everything that you check. You make can sure even you lay everything of. out on your bed beforehand yeah, or on the floor. and This just, is the contents of this one. This is the contents of that one. Or you can just take a snapshot of everything that's, that was going yeah, in your luggage. That's true too. Because, you know, sometimes, let's be honest, sometimes it is – something is unzipped checked out and stolen and from within your luggage so you know it's just one of those things you know just yeah that's a great idea i don't know why i I said make a list really you could just take a picture so hey these are all the things you know lay everything out these are all the things snap there we go i am from the lazy generation so oh yeah we still made lists in generation uh x so gen xers make lists not really i take pictures on my phone most of the time when i'm trying to remember something so (laughs) Let's be honest. You make the paper list, and I'm the one that makes the list on my phone. So. It's very true. Yeah, I anyway. rarely use my phone for list making. <laughs> All right. Uh, when you are in the airport, keep your luggage like in front of you, in eyesight. 
uh, if you just like if you're standing there, especially standing in line or something, and your luggage is behind you, uh, number one, they might be able to get your name and stuff like that off of if you didn't follow the first rule that we mentioned. They might get your name and address and everything off your labels, but other than that, they could actually, you know, maybe possibly take something out of it. They might could check it out. They might could unzip something. Uh, you never really know. So keep it in eyesight. And then if you're going to, you know, check your luggage, kind of keep an eye on it until it is actually gone and out of the public area. You know, this is just kind of some basic thoughts on luggage when you're flying. Now, when you're in the actual plane, usually you throw your carry-on into the overhead compartment. Mm. So you're not usually worried about that one all that much. Yeah. But just remember that you can't access that during your flight. You because most of the time that you're on the flight, you're going to be sitting down. So just make sure that things you're going to need during the flight are in your on-person bag. Yeah. Whereas your more valuable items are in your carry-on in that overhead compartment. Because most of the time when you're on a plane, you're not seated next to somebody that you know. Some of you travel alone, some of you travel with people, but I was with a big group and none of us really were seated with each other. I was next to people I didn't know for both flights. Mm. Any important items, if you have a very long flight or think you might want to sleep during the flight, just make sure that you don't have valuables on your person and they're in they're near you, but just not where they can be easily accessed. Gotcha. Every time I've flown, I have I had a carry on and then I had like a computer bag. Because basically every time I've flown, it's been for business wise either. So something along those lines. So I have uh, a carry on that I would put in the overhead compartment and I would have a computer bag that I would usually keep right there with me. And sometimes I did some computer work while flying or whatever. But like I always had that those two things. That's always what I've carried. So, yeah, it's I just try to keep that hold on to that bag in such a way where people can't couldn't get to it. Of course, I don't sleep on a plane, but, you know, I'm usually the the goofy dude looking out the window or doing some work on no that's else. that's me i i didn't sleep during my flights i just looked out the window at the clouds the whole time mm-hmm. except for my flight back my fri- flight in i was able to look out the window because i had the window seat mm-hmm. but my second flight i was in the middle seat and the person at the window seat wanted to sleep the whole time so <laughs> they kept the window shut i was going so trade seats with me and yes. fall asleep in the middle because I want to look out the window. The very first time I've I flew. I've got a four-hour flight in between two people I don't know, and the window's <laughs> closed. The very first time I flew, I had a very similar situation, except it was like, you know, three seats across, and I had booked what I thought was the window seat, but it was actually the aisle seat. And so when I went in, I, I went in, I sat down next to the window, and I was like, oh, cool, you know, I'm going to get to fly for the first time, and I'm going to look out and everything. The person comes up and goes, uh, that's my seat. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't think so. This is mine. And as I started looking, I was like, oh, crap, it's not. And so then they take that, and what do they do? They close the, the thing for the window, and they go to sleep over there. And I was like, you got to be freaking kidding me. You wanted that seat, and then I can't even look out, and it's my first time flying. And I just was like, so I was a little disappointed. Yeah, I just... So also, don't be a punk on the plane. Yeah, yeah. If you if your plan is to sleep through the flight, ask if it's anybody's first time flying or if anybody particularly wants to look out the window during the flight and then give them that seat. <laughs> yeah. Don't 
shut the window for people who are just gonna sit there bored the whole time <laughs> yeah that's when i pulled my computer don't out be that working. stranger so all right you might want to check the laws not 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 might definitely check the laws in in the area that you're going to uh for like even if you can carry so we've talked about tactical pins we've talked about munio uh the self-defense keychain some of these other things that you can actually carry on a flight and, and not having no problems with it uh check and make sure that you can carry it wherever you're going because i don't know if it's overseas or something like that or for certain states uh and then certain like countries like connected to here in america uh you can't carry certain things that are designed to be a weapon even something like as simple as a munio self-defense keychain which I'm, I'm a big fan of and i think for flying and stuff like that that's a great great option but like if you're going to canada for say uh, you can't really carry that there because it is designed to be a weapon, even though it's kind of like a nice person's weapon. Yeah. But yeah, just make sure you understand the laws when you are traveling somewhere so you know what you can carry or if you can carry anything, any kind of force multiplier tool. Mm-hmm. But speaking of force multiplier tools, be sure to check out the Stealth Pin Pro by Atomic Bear. All right. Uh, go to impactgear.live slash stealth pin. Uh, that thing is phenomenal and absolutely, without a doubt, my absolute favorite tactical pin. And mm-hmm. we have checked out several of them, especially at this point. If you guys haven't seen any of those videos, go over to YouTube and check those out. We have uh, a bunch of videos about the tactical pins, what we like and don't like about some of them. Uh, some of the tactical pins that we have tried out uh, did not last any kind of just basic kind of normal durability test. So uh, make sure you have a good quality tactical pen. And our favorite is the Stealth Pro by Atomic Bear. Uh, if you go over to impactgear.live slash stealth pen and then use the coupon code impact defense, that will get, actually even get you 20% off of those. And they, and that is a phenomenal, I cannot say enough good stuff about that pen. And I've carried mine a lot of places. <laughs> So in a kind of summary, just remember to try and conceal your name and address. Just any personal information that is attached to your luggage with a luggage tag or whatever, you can use a luggage tag cover, something like that. Avoid expensive-looking luggage just because it could make you more targeted. Travel light. Don't put way more than you need in your luggage. One, so you can move around easily. Two, just because the more you pack, the more can be stolen. Don't put valuable items in checked luggage just because you are leaving it unattended for a very extended amount of time. Make a list or take a picture of the contents inside of your luggage bags just so that you can keep extra track of everything that is inside. Keep luggage in front of you when at ticket counters and checkpoints. Just keep your luggage where you can see it. And anytime that you can see your luggage, just make sure that you're keeping a glanced eye on it because the more you see your luggage, the less likely something is to happen. Exactly. All right. Um, and oh. then, you know, check laws of wherever you're going for whatever your force multiplier tool of choice is. Yes. And if it's illegal, don't carry it. Very true. Very true. All right. So, guys, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. If you have been enjoying the podcast, please head over to Apple Podcast or any place where you get this podcast. Rate us and write a review. And it helps us out as a podcast because it helps let other people know about our awesome podcast. I said like I feel like I said podcast like fifty times in that one Just little run on sentence. All right, guys, thank you very much, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye bye. Podcast. Bye.